Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, or good night, depending on what time of the day or night it is, wherever you are joining us. I'm Ryan, a.k.a. Raider, a.k.a. Big Honcho around here. Kind of, kind of uh, stroking your ego there, aren't you, Ryan? Anyway. <laughs> and I'm Jacob, a.k.a. LT. <laughs> Uh, AKA LT, uh, and we're, we're back. We kind of took a break last week due to some uh, real life situations and the fact that Cookie doesn't love us anymore. As yeah, he has deci- <laughs> decided to step down after one episode. But moving forward, it'll just be uh, me and Ryan and our occasional teammates who decide that they also want it. They'll st- we have our occasional teammates that'll stop by every once in a while. But that's probably when hates us. Confirms hates us. I agree. Uh, but uh, quite a bit's happened the last few weeks. We have the new Japanese set, Bal Bal Region. I keep saying Legion whenever I say this set. Bal Region that's coming out that shouldn't has some fun cards. I'm excited for this set to come in English. Uh, we ha- and then some more COVID news, including the canceling of cups and challenges. <sighs> Damn it! Yay! So, I Less because yeah, because I think the the set review will probably take more t- more time than anything. Let's just go into the COVID protocols because very mixed reception of these protocols that I've seen from uh, from Pokemon from the player base, from both our friends and from on uh, from online talks. Uh, as I said said earlier. Premier events aren't happening this year. No cups, no challenges, no nothing. I... <sighs> I mean, I get it. Like, well, the, you can't say premier, all Premier events because regionals are, is a Premier well, event. Re- regionals and below regionals. Yeah. Like, I get it. You You can't, like, possibly coordinate with so many regions and states and try to make sure that it's run the way you want, especially when it's, like, to a local judge's discretion. And since there's a war going on. Yeah, yeah. uh, That's a thing. Trying to keep that in my mind right now, (laughs) for obvious reasons. Uh, To where you go, Lieutenant Dan. I, I am not. Um... So, I said this before on the podcast, and I will say this again. Why did Pokemon have to make their COVID policies so goddamn convoluted? Why couldn't they have just followed the example of Wizards, of Konami, of Star City Games, of Channel Fireball? Why couldn't they just followed theirs when they were running events just fine? Nobody was complaining. I mean, you'll get complaining from the people who don't want to wear masks or do that. Those people don't count. But like the general player base had no issue with these with these restrictions. Pokemon just decided, oh, screw that noise. We're going to do our own thing and make it very convoluted. Because like. If you read some of these requirements, Ryan, I know you have them down pat because you're a judge. You're one of the bigger judges around. 
Like I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> in our local area, not counting Daryl. <laughs> anyway, um, but like, like let's let's start with local events. Signs must be posted that signs must be posted at each public entrance and clear to view clientele talking, basically saying, "Hey, if you're sick or you know someone who's sick with COVID, don't come in." Wear appropriate face masks. No eating or drinking in the venue during the events unless it's separate unless the eating space is separated. Uh, sanitize your hands pro- basically in between each round. Um, you're allowed to touch other players' cards like discard pile and uh, and any uh, any other zone. But don't do the fit. Don't do the handshake. Although most of our friends are our groups, just do the fist bump. Who cares? Each match must be separated by three feet. Uh, a separate area that adheres to laws and regulations regarding social distance is designated spectators. And events that to- are to total total participation to thirty individuals, including players and spectators, at any time indoors, sixty when outdoors. So. Local event requirements aren't even that bad. Like, that's more manageable. I don't agree with the restriction on uh, participation, but that's just me. Uh, <laughs> then we get to premiere events. Ryan, do you, do you want to inform our audience who, who, don't, who don't know what the premiere event requirements are? Because, oh boy. Well, um... <laughs> So premier events like regional championships, uh, internets, or worlds, or stuff like that, uh, all the players and staff must be fully vaccinated, must provide proof that you're vaccinated, and you must have your boosters uh, required, must have boosters if the most recent dose was at least seven months or more prior to the event that you were attending. And all vaccinations must have been received at least two weeks before the start date of the event. So, yeah, if you haven't gotten vaccinated and you're going to, you know, Salt Lake City or Liverpool or any of those places... You better jump on that quick, like in a hurry. And uh, I would just suggest doing the Johnson and Johnson shot if you're just going to try to do a quickie because that's a one and done, baby. Mm-hmm. That's what I got. But also, here's the here's the part that I really, 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 really do not like. Because it's just adding more stress. Like, it's not stress. It's just more BS on top of the stuff that we already have to do. Just players at the premiere events must provide a negative COVID-19 test result in addition to their proof of vaccination. Players must provide the result of one PCR test result within 72 hours of the event start date or two negative antigen or lateral flow test results taken on consecutive days, at least one of which must be from within 72 hours of the start of the event. 
So that's word for word from the COVID policies from TPCI. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, I don't get it. <laughs> like, yeah. you have all these safety precautions. We're showing you proof of vaccination. And even if we're fully vaccinated, we need to still show you negative COVID tests. Like, just like I get people are asymptomatic sometimes and everything like that. But that, I think that's a little much. But at the same time, player safety is the most important. So that is why I I understand and I I won't argue with it or cause a scene or anything about that. And of course, symptomatic individuals, even if vaccinated, should refrain from participating in events. Symptomatic participants and those with whom they share accommodations may be asked to leave the event, even if asymptomatic. All event attendees must also socially distance and comply with local regulations. Well, now you know why they uh, pulled out of freaking Florida, because Florida was like, yeah, fam, we don't do that here. We yeah. hug and we love each other. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, dude. Uh, when I first was told about this, or uh, it was brought up to me by our... Uh, our friends Clayton and Brandon. Well, I was first told. I was first told about that. Like when he was explaining to me the within seventy two hours, I was literally confused by that wording because they they do not word that very well at all. Yeah. So within seventy two hours, uh, of which day? Friday, because we can can we check in Friday? Show you our test results. So can we get it on Tuesday mm-hmm. or do we have to get it on Wednesday and show you on Saturday? Like, yep. because I need to know because I'm leaving Thursday and I need to know if I need to get one Wednesday or if I can get one Tuesday. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's literally how I felt uh, figuring this out because... Again, I a, a lot of the stuff like even if I don't fully agree with it, I'll still do it because I want to play. I genuinely love this game and I want to continue playing. But th- for those who don't want to play, I I don't blame them for not wanting to. <laughs> Pokemon is not making it easy for them. Yep, <sighs> but. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just feel bad for the kids and everyone that just they're not going to be able to play. Um, yeah. Because some parents and or some younger adults that have kids uh, just have that strong opinion against COVID. And they're just like, nope, we're not getting the vaccine. We're not doing masks. We're not doing that. Like. But you want to go to you want to go to local events and uh, try to break the rules there and still not follow the guidelines. Like it's hard when Pokemon sits there and says, "Hey, for league challenges and cups and stuff, we're going to do these protocols, but have those protocols in place, but not have those events, which is weird." And then all of a sudden, the Supreme Court saying. Hey, 
mask mandates are now lifted in pretty much every state. So, and then, you know, a lot of stores and stuff. I know a lot of more private businesses and uh, a lot as well, bigger companies uh, are still like, hey, you got to wear a mask in here. Uh, mm-hmm. Like at Darkside where we play, you know, we just got told, hey, you don't have to wear a mask anymore in the game area. Okay, cool. Cool. If we get league challenges and cups back and those protocols are still in place, I I mean, I got to follow what Pokemon says and I got to say, hey, I know Darkseid has this, but Pokemon says this and I we got to follow what Pokemon says. So if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but you can't play here. Yep. So... Speaking of which, uh, just checked uh, the regionals. So far, so good. Nothing has been. Nothing else has been canceled. Uh, thank. I don't. I doubt any other further events will be canceled. But it's you never know. You never know. I swear to God, if Sakakis gets canceled, I'm going to lose my mind. But I'm still going up there. Yeah, I was about to say. I was like, I don't know why you would stop yourself. <laughs> Oh, I'm not. I'm not stopping my trip. I'm. I'll be sad that I won't be able to spend it with, you know, all of us on the team and everything. Yeah, but I mean, still going up there. Yeah, absolutely. You're already, you're already paid for. It. Might as well. <laughs> but like, I haven't. Paid, I haven't... I'm paid for the. Uh, the other three were like, yeah, we're, I got points for the event or the hotel where the event is for 160 a night. I was like, but my military discount can get you for 147 a night for the place that you walk five minutes down the street. Yep. Can't confirm. (laughs) (laughs) So you want to spend 160 a night instead of 147 a night just because it's there. But when we have dinner at Buffalo Wild Wings, since it's right across the street from the hotel where I'm staying at, um, you're going to have to walk there and back. So, <laughs> that I mean, that's y'all's choice, but, you know, I'm just I'm just going to go with the cheaper hotel. Yeah, definitely, dude. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Well. I think that's really all we have anything to comment on the uh, at least the COVID side. I mean, I would love to hear if anyone's if anyone's listening and would like to bu- and would like to bug either me or Ryan. Let us know because I think it'd be I think it'd be funny. Um, I'm just on Facebook SRQ Pokevets. Let's go. Facebook. Uh, I'm soon gonna make an Instagram. I'm gonna make a discord we're we're gonna try to get everything on social media if we can get the podcast out there a lot more yep. um i'm hoping to be able to get on more of a routine schedule uh add a little bit more content get more like quote unquote guests special guests on and uh, maybe go even try to uh live recordings uh if that would be possible on a weekend or something we could just do that at uh 
Descent or Dark Side or something if we need to meet up at a place. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, well, we can we can start we can start plug we can do we can plug our pluggables at the at the end of the episode. Uh, yeah. Moving forward, just a just a quick little aside because we are we are trying to grow this pod. I know I I think I speak for Ryan when I say this when th- this is a lot of fun and I I want to see the, uh, uh this succeed. Um, but with that aside, I got the uh the other big big news that's been coming out. The next Japanese set is out. Ba- hi, ba- hey, Battle Region, how you doing? Uh, Battle Legion, Legion of Doom. Region, not Legion. I, you're making I the same mistake I did. No, I was just making fun of your mistake. How dare you, sir? Uh, <laughs> so, pretty small set. I feel like there should be more coming out uh, later on before, because this is supposed to be our, uh, what, June set in yeah. English? I think it's June. Late May, early June, either or. Um, Late May, early June, something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's internationally on May 27th. Okay, so, yeah. Called and, uh, Is it Astral Radiance or something? Astral Radiance. Hey, let's go. And we should still be getting more cards from this set, especially because the pack art that's been leaked in... Because uh, if you didn't know... In France, they leaked the pack art for the set. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> they did, actually, or at least some of the products. Uh, and it actually looks pretty decent, not going to lie. Uh, and Starmie's freaking character card coming out in the set. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but uh, for Astral Radiance, by the way, you know what else we're supposed to get in this set eventually? So there are five pack arts for this set. It's the Hisuian's final starter, so Samurai, Typhlosion, and Zijuai. But it's also the the uh, origin forms for Dialga and Palkia, and those have not been revealed yet. So sure. we still got some stuff coming. Or at least those cards have not been revealed yet. So we still got some, uh, some, some exciting debuts to see. But, uh, with all that out of the way, I think we can do a quick little rundown of some of these new cards. Like I said, a lot some of these cards we already went went through. Uh, Vespaquin, Honey, uh, I believe we went through for like Verizian and a couple others. But yeah, we, got, I think we, we went through Lucario and all those basic ones. Yeah, uh, Chandler, uh, Starmie. Uh, I know we didn't uh, talk about what I said before we start recording. Uh, Valplum. That's mm-hmm. a, a little bit of a throwback to, you know, our now expanded days. Uh, you know, stage two evolves from Bloom for grass and two colorless, so grass, double turbo, I mean, whatever. Uh, allergy storm, 90 damage, flip coin. If heads, your opponent I can't play any support cards from their hand during their next turn. But if Tails, your opponent can't play any cards from their hand during their next turn. So, kind of win-win. So, it's, we're going back to uh, back in the day of Valbum Block. So, I mean, I don't, I don't see a, I, 
I don't see a problem with this deck. I can see that being a thing. That with uh, probably Leafeon or something like that. I can see it. I can see it being a thing. Maybe not like a full deck, but. Yeah, I am. I am not looking forward to this card. I never liked Vile Plume. I have never liked the Vile, old Vile Plume lock deck with Decidueye. I mean, I know that deck only became really bad uh, because of a certain banned card called Force of Giant Plants. I hope that card never comes off the ban list. That could be a fun. Uh, speaking of, actually, that would be a really fun uh, episode topic. Talk about the ban list and if anything in current standard or expanded needs to get banned because. I, I think, I think we got some uh, some thoughts on, uh, on these lists. Anyway, uh, the next one I want to talk about, as your resident fire boy, uh, is sparkling heatran. Uh, oh my god, so good. So the the so here's the thing about the sparkling cards, and they're weird. So they they act like gold stars. We can only have you can only have one period in your deck. So there are currently three revealed, that being Heatran, Halucha, and Greninja. You can only have a Heatran in the deck, but you can't have the other two. Uh, so starting with Heatran, which I personally think is the best of the three. Uh, 160 basic Pokemon. Uh, for a Fire Colorless Colorless, which is not hard at all, especially now with uh, Magma Mason being a thing. Uh, this attack does 70 damage times the number of damage counters on this Pokemon. That's ridiculous. <laughs> this yeah. card... It's a good thing they made that sparkling rule, because this card is absolutely stupid. I, This is going into every fire deck as a one-of by, by force. Oh, and yeah. it's completely ubiquitous. Like You don't need a lot to make this work. So here... Here's the thing, you cannot you can't have more than one sparkling Pokemon in your deck. So but if I have Heatran, can I have four of them? No. I like I said, I believe it is the gold star rule where you can only have one copy of one. I mean that would make sense, but you know I believe I believe that's how it is, but we would have we will have to wait until the card is, you know, in English we get the rules for it. Loopholes. Yeah, for real. Uh unfortunately there's not that uh, there's not that much much exciting in this set that we haven't talked about already. Uh however, we, I guess we could just move on to the next sparkling Pokemon. It's sparkling Greninja. Uh the ability? Okay, discard an energy, draw two. It is literally trade, just you have to discard energy, which isn't too bad, especially in water when you want to discard energy to get it out. And then for Water Water Colorless, discard two energy from this Pokemon, do 90 damage to two of your po two of your opponent's Pokemon. Huh. I wonder what that sounds like. Hey, hey, uh oh my oh my god, what was the Greninja Breaks ability called? Water Shuriken? Yeah, it is it is return to that, but eh, I I think it I think I think it's a good card. I think Sparkling Greninja will never be a headlining player. I think it is literally just there for that ability, honestly. Yeah. I mean, then people are playing Manaphy, so it stops it, so. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, 
That's all. I, I, there, like I said, there's not much to talk about, especially for Smart Cook and Greninja. I'm just not impressed with it. I think it could be good. Uh, Ryan, you got anything else, or you want to move on to... I, th- I believe the next would be the first of our Hisuian starters. Yeah. Go, go on to the next, because I, I, I'm confused by its psychic. <laughs> Alright, so, Hisuian Typhlosion V. Psychic type, 210 HP. Uh, basic Pokemon for nothing. So, for a free attack, so that, that's already good. Uh, the, oppo- the opponent's active is now burned. Okay, that's for free? I'll take that. Uh, and then for a Psychic Psychic Colorless, Shivering Flames, do 120 cards, and then choose a card for your opponent. Po- what the hell did I say? 120 cards. <laughs> I Brain, thank you. Uh, Words. <laughs> yeah, I know. For 120 damage, choose a card. Now I'm saying it right. From your opponent's hand without looking, reveal the card, and then they shuffle into their deck. So basically, you get a random card to shuffle back to their hand, which could be very good or make no difference at all. But hey, it's 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 a certain denial. So and then uh before you qu- start questioning the typing, I think we can just let's go over the V-Star real quick, which I'm actually very excited for this card. I might build a deck for this because Typhlosion is one of my favorite starters ever, and this card is hilarious. So, Hisuian Typhlosion V-Star is 260 HP, Psychic type. Uh, once again, Psychic, psychic Colorless for Hollow Flame. 180 damage, put three damage counters on your opponent's bench in any way you like. So, you know, 1-1-1, one, 1-2, one, 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 two, two, one, whatever you need to do. And then Shadow Roaster, first of all, I love that freaking name, is the V-Star power. For a single colorless, or single psychic, sorry, if your opponent's active has four damage counters on it, it is knocked out. Huh, I wonder what's an easy way to get four damage counters on a Pokemon. Hi, Italian. <laughs> yeah, um, so here, here's, here's my question. Why, why, just why did you make Typhlosion? Clearly a fire Pokemon. Uh, the arts all have fire. And uh, all the attacks are fire attacks. They're not psychic. So why? So I think I, so I, have, a, I do have an answer for you. Uh, because Hisuian Typhlosion is a is a ghost fire type. Yeah, so uh, make, make it make it fire. No, well, here's the pro- fire. Well, here's the problem with that. The last time they did that, they got they made Blacephalon. Uh, I don't think they can afford to do that again. They made Raichu. They made Blacephalon. It's okay. I know, but I, I think I think the logic is: oh, we have these new cha- uh, as we'll see later with the other Hisuian starters. Oh, we have these new dual type uh, forms for these beloved starters. So let's put them on the off typing instead of their normal typing as something different. That I believe is the logic for Pokemon. Yeah. But uh, 
as I said, I love this. I think this card is hilarious. I think I think it can be very good, and I hope it is because I really want to build this deck. Uh, do you got anything on on it, uh, Brian? No, 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 not impressed. Just don't or just don't care. <laughs> no, I I think it's a great card. I just uh, I'm upset about it being psychic. <laughs> well, I wonder if you'll be upset about the others. Probably not. Uh, well, it's just it, like clearly the the art of the card. Typhlosion is surrounded by fire in the V and in the V star, but it's a psychic type. You don't really. I, hung up. I I didn't think you'd be so hung up on this. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just saying. Like, why are you gonna make it clearly a fire type in the art, but you're gonna make it a psychic type? Yeah. Got. <laughs> So, uh, next card uh, that I think is going to be a little uh, juicy is uh, Glade. Glade, Glade. There you are. Ability, Buddy Catch. Once during your turn, you may search your deck for one supporter card, reveal it, and put it into your hand, then shuffle your deck. Just a free supporter search. Anytime. Once during your turn. And then Helix Cutter move an energy from the from this Pokemon to one of your bench Pokemon for a Psychic and two Colorless, and it does 160 damage. I really wish the attack uh, the attack was better, yeah, or that or that it did more. Simply because Buddy Catch is dumb. I think it's a very good ability, uh, and I do like the fact that they're straying away from the. Or they're at least taking a break from, oh, we have the 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 Ralts line in here. Let's automatically go Gardevoir instead of Gallade. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so it's nice to see uh Gallade getting the love that he deserves. Yeah. And then under that, Deancey, or Diancy, however you want to pronounce it. Eh. Arceus, Arceus. It's Arceus, by the way. <laughs> um, I'm not having this with you. Princess Curtain. As long as this Pokemon is your active Pokemon. Whenever your opponent plays a supporter card from their hand, prevent all effects of that card done to your bench Pokemon or bench basic Pokemon. Bye bye, boss. Yeah, the the fact that this is a basic that that is going to turn that is going to pre- prevent so many cards from stopping you. Uh, basically, oh, it, it so yeah, because it turns off it turns off uh turns off boss. It turns off Avery. It turns off uh, a card we'll talk about maybe talk about later, which is Roxanne. Like it's a it's a very it's a cheap, nice little card that I'm glad to see exist. Um, the the next couple cards we move into fighting. First, we get Sparkling Halucha, which we've talked about before. It's purely there to do more damage to V Maxes while they're still in the format. Like I might run, I might throw one into my single strike deck just because more damage is always more fun, is always better. Just simple yeah, as that. Do, you can do thirty more to Stone Jower. We're not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> my pain. Uh, but like I brought up earlier, we come to the next Hisuian starter, Hisuian Decidueye V, which is a fighting type. Like I said, it's the off types. Basic Pokemon, two ten HP. For a single fighting, we have Mountain Hunt. Search your deck for up to two cards, put them in your hand, then shuffle your deck. Hi, RCSV Star. Uh, 
And then for a fighting colorless colorless, we have point blank shot. Just 100 damage. And it, it is not, isn't affected by any effects of the, of the defending Pokemon. So gets past Duraludon, gets past uh, Zamazenta, gets past uh, any like damage reduction abilities like Sandaconda or... Uh, or a double, I don't know why I picked double as the example, but first one that came in my head. So, not bad, honestly. I mean, but, but here, my, my biggest issue with it, uh, then we get to the V-Star, which is 270 HP, and then for fighting Carlos Carlos, we have Somersault Feather, 160 damage, and then you may discard up to 3 energy from your hand. This attack does 30 more for each energy discard this way. So at most you're doing 250. Plus and then the up, oh, 280. Yeah, exactly. And then the and then the V Star power and ability win in Cloud Star during your turn, draw cards until you have eight in your hand. Uh I mean I think it's good. I think it's solid, but and I'll explain more when we get to Samurai. I think this is the weakest of the three. So I don't have a problem with the the art or the typing with this because Decidueye V, he's like destroying the fucking earth and the art and Decidueye V Star is I mean, can't really tell what he's what they're trying to accomplish with the V-Star art, but I think he's flying. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't really... But... I mean... They don't... Decidueye doesn't look like its normal self because, obviously, because it's a different region. Yep. And everything like that, but, I mean, it's clearly that, that that's a fighting type. <laughs> uh... <laughs> But the one thing I know you said hello Arceus V Star with Mountain Hunt. Yeah, you're not using the V Star ability, but you're you're using an attack. So just with Arceus V Star, you you're using that ability to pretty much win the game. Uh, boss and switch is basically every every time someone needs boss and switch to freaking win the game, it's like, oh wait, I have Arceus V Star. Let me just use that ability real quick. Okay, T tiny aside, because we, you and me talked about this during uh, our locals earlier tonight. Why the hell do these abilities for these V-Star powers do not say either end of turn or only when inactive? Because the fact that you could, like, Winds and Cloud Stars isn't the most atrocious. Like, if you did that on your active, I wouldn't complain because you're just drawing a bunch of cards. That's whatever to me. But Arceus? Uh, but Leafeon? You can do this from anywhere. And the fact that... Like, literally, if it said only active Pokemon can use these, this ability, or it ends your turn, I wouldn't complain, because that's how GXs used to work. And I understand their V-Star, so they're different. But this makes them even more powerful than they already are. It's... I think that I just personally think that was an oversight on Pokemon's part. I don't think we'll see an errata or any need for like a ban or a change to it, but it's just something that personally I've noticed and it start and annoys me. Well, so a lot of a lot of the things like how Arceus is, is an ability, like 
I can see if they changed it uh, for future sets where the ability says must be in the active. But yeah. they're not going to change it to where it says it ends your turn. Uh, but like with Charizard v, v Star, I mean, that that's an attack, so clearly it ends your turn. Yeah, and I, I know it's only a, it's a one-and-done thing, so like in your example, because you play Arceus and Charizard in your deck, or Charizard, like, you, you have to make the decision. Do I want the cards, or do I want the, bi- uh, the big fuck-off attack? Yeah. Uh, so in that this situation, yes, there are decisions to be made, but in nine times out of ten, when you're mostly just running, like, Arceus and a lot of decks that you're going to do, it's not even a decision. Yep. And that's the, my problem with it. But, uh, rant aside, uh, uh, I want to bring up a cute little card, and I think this card is funny, and I think this will make Dark Box so good, and that's Mighty Yenna. <laughs> so, for, for a stage 1, uh, 110 HP, uh, Hustle Bark, if your opponent has any VMAX in play, this Pokemon's attack cost, attacks cost triple colorless less. Its attack, triple colorless for 160, does 52 itself. This thing can one-shot a Mew for free, and I think that is hilarious. Yep. <laughs> Pokemon realized they, they fucked up with Mew, and now they're printing so many cards to combat it, and Mew is still one, one of, if not the best deck in the game. Yep. Especially more so. Ultra Ball made it so much more consistent. Ab- absolutely that card like i had i've had the, i will argue to the end of the days even though my deck a uh, single strike urshifu can deal with mew pretty well there's a lot of decks that can and i think yeah. that i think that mew is is and will remain the best deck in the game until some i don't even think arceus box or any or char charizard or even or any other deck really passes it. I think it is still the best deck in the game. Yeah. It is just, like, proof tonight, our friend Clayton, who hasn't played Pokemon in over a year, pick, just picked up Mew and got and casually went 3-1 and one with it. His only loss was to me. And, that's, and uh, that's because I know the matchup very well. Like, you know a deck is busted when when uh I'm not gonna call him a noob, but when someone who hasn't played in a very long time is able to pick up pick it up and just win. Yep. Even the mirror matchup he won, which I found very surprising. Well, I mean, uh, person he played wasn't probably very up to date with that deck, to be honest. So that's very fair. But all right, next next uh, starter for you, Isuian Samurott V, the Dark type. Like I said, they're doing the off types uh, for a single Dark Zigzag Drop. Discard up to two Pokemon tools. Attach your Pokemon, your opponent's Pokemon in play. Uh, by Honchkr- goodbye Big Charm. Goodbye uh, Cape of Toughness. Goodbye Tool Jammer. That card. Or that attack could be very cute uh, and very useful. And then for a triple dark, Shadow Slash, 180, 
Discard energy. Nice and simple. Can't, like, pretty good card. Then we get to the V. Oh my lord, this 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 is going to be such a good Beast deck. V-Star, yes. Oh my god. Hisuian Samurai V-Star. 270 HP, dark Pokemon. For double dark energy, Merciless Blade. 110 damage. And if your opponent's active has any damage counters on it, it does 110 damage more. And then the V-Star, Moon, Moon Cutting Star, once during your turn, you, you may put four damage counters on one of your opponent's Pokemon. So the V-Star power is kind of underwhelming, in my opinion. I mean, it's good. And if you run it with a, with a Typhlosion, you just... Well, you, no, you can't, because they cancel each other out. But that attack is so easy to pull off. It's like Victini all over again. Like, sorry, I my computer froze out, and I'm rereading the ability. Once during your turn, you may put four damage counters on one of your opponent's Pokemon. So you're just if it needs. One, two, three, or four to get knocked out, you can just knock it out. Yep. And like I said, Merciless Blade is a dumb attack. It is Victini all over again. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know how this ability is going to work, because I know you said, I know it's the, uh, you can't use more than one V-Star power in a, tur- in a game, but is this a repeatable one? No. No? You think it's just four damage counters and done? Oh yeah, it's four damage counters and done because it clearly says you can't use more than one V-Star power in a game. Because right. once, once you use it, it's done. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, that that that's fair. I mean, okay, hey. I know I said uh I know I said the Situai is probably the most underwhelming V-Star wise, but no, this is probably the most underwhelming V-Star ability, even though I think the V-Star overall is better. We don't really have much trainers to talk about. Uh, about uh, canceling. So, for so the only so for trainers for so the the two the two that I really want to talk about. Well, there's three actually. Concealing cologne, basically wheezing on an item. Um, I mean, it's not bad. I I like it. I think it can be a very good card. Uh, it's it's mostly for like decks that want to turn off Duraludon, pretty much. Uh, because that's really the only Pokemon that when it's your turn that their ability matters. Yep. Um, then we <laughs> then we get Roxanne. This card is just rude. You can only play this card if your opponent has three or less prize cards left. Both players shuffle their hands into their decks. You draw six, they draw two. I mean, <laughs> this card this card's just mean. Hey, I heard hey, I heard you like playing the game. How about no? How about no? Yeah. Uh and the and then past that, we do get a new stadium, which I like. I think it, this card could be very good, especially in the early turns. But 
After that, it's a little underwhelming, and that is Jubilife Village. I know this set's going to be based off of Hisui and all of that. But hey, once during each player's turn, they may shuffle their hand and draw five. But it ends their turn. That's the big thing. It ends your turn. I understand it's a stadium. Anyone can use it, and that's a powerful ability. But I don't think the end... I think the ending your turn is what actually kind of kills this card. All right. So... My boys, my boys are back. Well, my boy's back, and then he gets an addition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can take care of this, because I do not care for this card at all. I, I'm going to hate it. <laughs> uh, so, I, when I first started playing, uh, a lot of people played Dark Box. And I really hated Dark Patch. I really hated Dark Cry. I I just hated all the cards. But later on, when everything jumped out of like rotation, and I was just like, you know, I I want to build expanded. The only expanded deck that I really played during COVID and after COVID, I don't have it together anymore, was. Like old Dark Box, Dark Cry GX, uh, Dark Cry Greninja GX, and Dark Cry EX, etc. But Dark Cry V, a dark and a colorless Dark Wind, 50 damage. Yeah, it's not that great. Uh, dark Hole, love it. Yu Gi Oh! Great memories. Uh, dark, dark, colorless. 130 damage. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now asleep. Um, I mean, this Pokemon alone, uh, it's not, it's not the best. You know, uh, the V star is what really amps everything up. But being a V basic Pokemon, 210 HP, not many Pokemon are able to knock it out right away. But what I like about the dark types for this set, they're not weak to fighting. They're weak to grass. So Yeah, that's why I don't like this card. That's why I'm mad at this card. Why can't I one shot you, damn it? Dark Cry V Star. <laughs> HP two seventy. Colorless, colorless. Dark Pulse, 30 plus damage. This attack does 30 more damage for each dark energy attached to your Pokemon. Ah, oh, Dark Pulse. I've missed you. But the ability Star Abyss, which is your V-Star power, during your turn, you may search your discard pile for up to two item cards and put them into your hand. Well, here's the thing, folks. We're getting Dark Patch back, baby. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Dark Patch is back. Freaking take that Dark Patch, you throw that on the board, and you say, mm, I'm going to get a, a Dark Energy from my discard pile, and I'm going to attach it to one of my Dark Pokemon on my bench. Mm -hmm. Tell you what. And I, it, makes, it makes Jacob cry. It does. I, I I liked it better when dark dark types were weak to me. Not not when they actively make it harder for me to play the game. 
Um, no, but I cannot deny Darkrai Dark is very good. I think it's going to be a very good deck. I think it'll be a tier one deck, in complete honesty. Especially yeah. now that Dark Patch is back. Which... Reasons. Um, yeah. But... Regarding Darkrai, like... It's not broken. I, don't, don't get me wrong, I don't think it's busted at all. But... This is bringing up... But hey, hey, did, hey, Ryan, did you want another deck to run Arceus with? Well, here you fucking go. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is probably like a 3-3 line kind of deck. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Um, but I mean, the cool thing about with this set is that uh, I'm not sure if they're going to have more than two decks come out with this set, but you're looking at... Uh, Lucario V Star deck and uh, Dark Cry V Star deck. There, mm -hmm. that's going to come out with the set, so it's going to be yeah. uh, pretty interesting to sit there and be like, "Oh, okay, cool. Like, I can get, I can get the Dark Patches. I can get the Dark Cries and the V Star and everything for a lot cheaper price than you know having to go out and buy that stuff." But here's the thing: when's it coming out? Because it ain't coming out when the set drops. It's probably coming out like two months after the set drops. <laughs> Well, no. I believe I believe we were confirmed for the Lucario to be a box, so I think that might be the same for the Darkrai. True. I mean, I'm just looking at the list right here. It's Lucario V Star deck, and it has like the whole list for the deck. Yeah, Darkrai. Darkrai has Crobat. Uh, Darkrai V. Darkrai V Star uh, has Dark Patches. I mean. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a box, but... I, I think it will I, be. Um, I think it's going to be one of those Battle Arena decks. Yeah, no, I could absolutely see that. I could absolutely yeah, see that. That's why I'm saying I think the Lucario and the Dark Cry are going to be like one of those dual Battle Arena decks. Yep. Like Rayquaza uh, and all that good stuff. We... <laughs> so, before we wrap it up to the cooldown to... Uh, so just like random stuff we want to talk about. Two two little mini things I want to bring up with you. So first, something I've been noticing a lot online, uh, especially on Pokey Beach, uh, who does you know does a lot the at least in my opinion the best source for our news and finding out new product and when new cards come out. Uh, when they announced the secret rares for the set, uh, there, there there might be something that people noticed. No more alt arts yep. for for Pokemon. Instead, and this is what they've—I'm pretty sure—they've been permanently replaced with character rares. Yep. And and there has been a lot of uh, of mixed opinions. Me personally, like I see, I've seen so many people on the comment section for the secret rare page on Poke Beach saying, "Where are the alt arts? Why are they getting rid of them? Where do they go?" Blah 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 blah. Okay. I'm just like. Altars are cool and all, but like I like the characters better. But so here's here's the thing. So like Charizard V, my my Altart with Venusaur in the background battling Charizard. Cool, cool Altart, very cool. You know what would be cooler if Charizard V was with Leon, or if Charizard was with uh. You know, just throw it back there with Gary or something from Lance. way back in the day. 
or Lance or someone just, you know, it, it would be cool with, with a trainer that clearly had a Charizard or even Ash, you know, it, yeah. it, it'd be interesting to see that that could be the character rare also. Cause it's not, they're not saying, Oh, the character rare is going to be the Dedene or the Orangaroo character rare card. It could be the Sylveon Umbreon character rare card, the V, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> that. I mean, that's that's where a lot of people are probably misconstruing things until pictures come out saying, hey, these are the character rares that we're talking about. That's when people should make comments right now. People shouldn't be making comments. Because it's like a lot of the professors were and collectors were very upset when they're like, oh, hey, no more staff promos. Yeah, because I mean, I had a little hiccup when our last staff promo came out and the owner was like, why am I giving you this staff promo when I can just sell it? On to someone online for twelve hundred bucks, and I was like, because I collect them and I get them for free, and that's my payment for running the events. If you do sell it, I would report you to Pokemon, and you would lose your uh, sanction stuff, and you would stop getting product from Pokemon, and you would have to reapply to Pokemon, and they wouldn't sanction your store after you doing that. And I mean. After that conversation, that's when it's like, oh, I was just asking a question. And I'm like, oh, well, I was just giving you an answer. <laughs> I mean, that's precisely why they, from from people who I've talked to, that's precisely why they stopped doing it. Yeah. It's because of store owners like that. Yep. And as someone who, what, uh, ne- not never a judge, never really, like, was around to do so during that time, I never understood the whole process of it, really. But I do understand and I do enjoy them. I do think they're really cool products. I want to see more of them. Yep. Uh, the other one, and I I guess starting next year, this will probably be... We'll, are you ready for a, a new base set, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> Scarlet and Violet have been announced. We are getting Gen 9. Holy, oh holy so hell. Exciting. So excited. Oh my god. Okay, so again, for those who don't know, Gen 9 has been announced. Pokemon Scarlet, Pokemon Violet. We are back to the color naming convention. Set first time since Gen 5? Which, still don't, I don't know why they picked Scarlet and Violet. I mean, I'm sure they have their own process, but interesting picks. Uh, so this pretty much guarantees, at least for the card game, Oh, we're getting a new base set next year. Because that's how this always works. <laughs> that's how it works. Yep. Uh, games were confirmed for later this year, November 2020. And we got some uh, promo art for the uh, the location, which apparently seems to be heavily, heavily inspired by Spain. Which I think is huge. I have a yeah. lot of I have a lot of Hispanic and Latino friends who love the fact that we're going we're going to a Sp- uh, a Spanish uh, like inspired region. Yeah, and knowing our luck, uh, the game's going to be pushed back, 
and that it's only going to be released to Canada again, and uh, we won't see it until probably late 2024. Okay, we're not we're not talking about Pokemon li- uh, on li- uh, live right now. <laughs> uh, the other big news is we got the three starters, and oh my god, I lo- I I'll be honest with you. When I woke up uh, Sunday morning and saw the starters, I actually really did not like their designs at first. But when I looked at them more and got more used to them. I think they're great. I think all three of them are home runs. Yeah. Uh, The whole uh, they doing my boy dirty in our chat was uh, probably the funniest thing. (laughs) I started dying when that was posted because I was just like, oh my god, it's but it's so true. Everyone's like, just up, this is the derp Pokemon 100%. Yep. Uh, We got us. Forgive me for our listeners who know how to pronounce these. I do not. I I can barely speak normal English, let alone some of these other languages. Uh, we yeah. got Brigatito, which is the our grass cat, our grass starter, grass cat. Uh, Fui Coco, my fire croc boy, the one who's been memed into its into oblivion. Uh, our fire starter, and then our water starter, Quaxly. At least that looks simple. Um, honestly, though. This is probably all three of them are great are great starters. I cannot wait to get my hands on this game and the meme game out of this. Just these three Pokemon. We know nothing else about this about this uh, game about this these uh, new Pokemon. So much stuff has come out. The each of them literally has their own little story story or uh, arc. Sprigatito is all the fa- all the fan base saying, "I swear to God, Pokemon! If you put it, if you make if you make uh, him stand on two legs like you did with Litten, we're going to riot," which I agree with. Uh, Donald Duck over there. <laughs> Quaxley is literally uh, Donald Duck, or if you're more inclined, he's a JoJo character. I've seen so many memes comparing him to uh, Josuke, the protagonist from Part Four. It is really funny. And that is my boy Foy Coco. I love him. he is so precious, but he is such a derp that everyone is just make he just everyone's just calling him stupid. It's like no, just show show our little Croc boy some love. Why you gotta be like this? Ah, <laughs> uh, also. Something really fun I've noticed over the over this is that uh uh I I had some predictions uh for our final ev- of the final typings for them. So each of them is at least monotype for now. Uh each of them is grass, fire, and water to begin with. But as time goes on, I my prediction at least, and we can get to Ryan later on. Is I think it's going to be a grass dark type, which doesn't help for those who are like, no, please, for the love of God, Pokemon, don't put put them on two legs. Which I agree with, we shouldn't, but it'd be funny. Uh, I think our Croc Boy will be Fire Ground because, like I said, it is he's a Croc. I think Ground or Rock would make the most sense to me. And then finally, I think our little Duck Boy will be fire, or it will be probably grass, 
or we probably water flying. So, uh, Ryan, do you have any predictions for final typings on these three little dudes? Yeah, fire, grass, and water. You think it's gonna be monotypes again? I mean, no, they're they're probably gonna have some crazy typing. Uh, you know, freaking duck boy is gonna probably like you said probably gonna be flying and uh i mean just looking at him uh gonna be flying and probably ground maybe i can see that um then like i'm thinking i just thinking far-fetched basically um (laughs) and looking at uh you know probably new Litten, because you know they're that thing's gonna go on two legs oh i hope, um, I hope not <laughs> definitely grass 100% um but at the same time duck boy is a duck so it's probably water so i i think it's going to be the the starters have always been fire, grass, and water. Of course. There, ha- there hasn't been any change to that unless you're talking about Gen 1, Ash gets Pikachu. That's the only one. True. I, hey, it'd be cool if they, they uh, broke off one one of these ties, but then you're, you're really they, pushing it. They probably may have dual typings, but it, I it has to be fire grass and water 100 percent because they like they changed the game a lot enough that you got to keep some of the parts true to the story there uh one last little aside then we'll move on to the cooldown and that's just i hate the trainer designs so much i think they look horrible Oh yeah. my god. Like, I, I think it's cool that uh, Pokemon is doing, oh, they have different color palettes for whatever game you pick. I think that's fine. I think that's actually a really good, really good idea. But say what you will about Pokemon being a children's game, which in essence it is. And say what you will about previous protagonists uh, looking like and being children. These are literally the most children looking protagonists we've had, period. I hate these designs so much. <laughs> they they better show us some new shit to change with this, because, oh my god, these are awful. <laughs> Alright, I, I have nothing else uh, to talk about. Uh, Violet and Scarlet, do you have anything before we move on to our last little bit? No. Alright, so... Moving on to the cooldown, to our little talk about anything cool outside of the world of Pokemon. I mean, for for me personally, uh, I am just I'm hoping for events to start coming back soon because I can't wait. But for me personally, um. 
Wow, it's actually a lot harder than I expected it to be, huh? The only thing really for this for this week that I've uh, I've been keep, at least keeping my eye on. I don't think I'm gonna get it yet, but the much the much awaited uh uh game uh, Elden Ring is finally out. I've heard so many good things about that game. Even if you don't like Soul uh was it Soulsborne that they're called now like games where you just spawn die spawn die spawn die spawn die. Um, I think this game looks absolutely amazing. I think it's going to be it. I it apparently has blown everybody's expectations away. Even though it's been high, it was highly hyped. It didn't fall into the same trap that uh, Fallout did, that Cyberpunk did, and uh, that so many other extremely hyped games uh, fell into. So I'm excited to see more of it. I am generally curious to see if I'll maybe get it uh, sometime in the future. But it just looks really good. Um, actually, while I was saying that, I just remembered something else. Hey, Ryan, I need your opinion on this as our Call of Duty aficionado. No more yearly releases. How are you feeling, buddy? Oh, I'm fine. You're fine? Nothing? Oh, yeah. No. I'm good. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, just, uh, you know, uh, there, there's a, there's a game that I wish PlayStation would remaster, but wish it would be remastered on everything because I would really, really enjoy playing it again. SOCOM 2, U.S. Navy SEALs. Ooh. Oh, boy. You know, I spent, I mean, that that game right there was the first online video game that I played with neighbors, friends from school and everything on PlayStation 2. And uh, yeah, <laughs> there was one day we played for almost 48 hours straight and I was just like, like my dad was surprised I was awake for that long, and I'm like, "We're on a roll!" Like, started thought, playing, we're building it up, we're going ham. <laughs> I thought you were. I, I thought you were going to say your dad said I'm surprised you're alive. No. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, honestly, but, uh, with that, I have nothing else. Tell you. Tell you what I'm obsessed with right now. What game I'm obsessed with is No Man's Sky. Uh, yeah, no, I, oh my, bro, that, that game never appealed to me. I understand the appeal of it. I I understand the appeal of a lot of those kind of games. It just never did for me. Let me tell you. All right, there's 27 achievements in this game. I have unlocked 17 of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have 119.1 hours of playtime. Wow. I've only been playing a month. Wow. Um, but I have two sugar daddies on the game, so it's okay. Isn't one of them uh, our frequent guest, Manny? Yes. Yes, Manny uh, is my sugar daddies on the game. And uh, we have uh, another one of our friends that uh, sometimes plays with me and Manny. Uh, his name is Orcus. I'm not going to give his real name out because I don't have his uh, permission. So, um, 
but yeah, he uh, he's been playing since the game originally came out. Oh my god, he literally has everything and like the craziest stuff on his ships and bases and like he's been everywhere. I mean, he's if anyone was close to beating the game, I would say he would be. But I mean, you literally would have to play this game from day one. Every day till the day you died, then your kids would have to play, then their 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 kids would have to play. Have to play. And maybe if they don't do any updates for many years, you may be able to because there's uh, like 78 quintillion planets in this game that you have to uh, basically go to then you have to scan all the plant life, all the animal life, all the minerals, and all that stuff to say, okay, you've completed everything on this planet. So, and there's sometimes a lot of it's hard to find, or you can't get to it because of toxic stuff, or it's too hot, it's too cold, whatever. So, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it. you can't, I mean, it's a game that was created just to be a huge open world to play with friends, and uh, you just can't beat it. I mean, it, but it, it's so it's really fun to me and everything. I mean, uh, I think my goal right now is to just get all the achievements, and once I get all the achievements, I'll probably jump back to New World. That I was playing with Joe and all them with, and uh, start getting my character back up to that, and try to get Manny on that game too. But I mean, yeah, New, New World so is like uh, that. Just sounds like a game like a like another really popular MMO right now, Lost Ark, that a lot of people are trying to get. Uh, my friends are trying to get me into, but like as I've stated before, I am not. An, I am not very much an MMO person. It's very hard for me to get into one, let alone two. So. There's going to be a lot going through that. Uh, before we hop off, also, I would like to say, and I'm calling myself out on this, because uh, <laughs> I feel like you have thought about this when we fully get our socials out there, posting the video of a certain playmat that I now own that you, that you, uh, you and our buddies uh, forced upon me. <laughs> uh, I'll post it on our Facebook page. Oh my goodness. Context, for those who don't know, as I've said before, I'm a lieutenant in the United States Army, and because Ryan thinks he's clever, uh, and, what, and ever since we became friends, he refers to me as Lieutenant Dan, and surprised me with a playmat this past weekend. That is a meme of a cat on a table that says, Lieutenant Dan, you got new legs, and I hate to say the fact I have act I actually have, I've actually gone three and one every single time I've played with that mat. <laughs> so it's actually helping me win, and I hate it. Fact. And you, so that obviously means you need to use it all the time. And to add on, actually, you know what? We'll save that for another time. But that's all I have for tonight. Uh, I know there's one more coming. Uh, I gotta get to bed. Got job interview stuff in the morning. I agree. Uh, so for 
So while, uh, as we sign up for the night, for SRQ PokeVets, uh, I am Jacob. A.K.A. Zazu. A.K.A. Lieutenant Dan. God damn it. <laughs> and I'm Ryan. A.K.A. Tordo. A.K.A. Raider. A.K.A. Sancho. A.K.A. Paying My Ass. A.K.A. I Don't Give a Shit. <laughs> All right. We, we will see you guys next week where we will hopefully finally be on a, uh, our back to our normal schedule. So for now... Peace. Deuces.